Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Leah Lake. She's a feminine energy mentor, teacher, and guide who teaches healthy relationship dynamics to help people attract everything they want in life, love, and business. So welcome, Leah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Elena. Yeah, super excited. I'm really looking forward to this topic. And by the way, we're broadcasting this live on Bullhorn. So say hi in the chat. Let us know where you're watching from or if you have any questions, feel free to type them in. You can also click the green circle with the telephone icon to call in at any time. If you'd like to talk to us personally or ask us any questions, we'll cover the content at the beginning and we'll take questions at the end. This is such a great topic, Leah. We're going to be talking all about feminine communication secrets today. And I'm really looking forward to this. I haven't actually done a podcast episode on this topic yet. So let's just dive right in. What's the first thing you have to say on this topic of how to communicate in a way that really deepens the connection and intimacy? If you're talking about getting your needs met or sharing your feelings or desires, I would love to hear everything you have to say on this topic. Okay. Okay. So the secret, <laughs> the biggest secret is that um, I think it's really important to become aware of how to communicate and I'm going to call it in an empowered way, but I think what happens and which is why I really wanted to talk about this with you is that when women hear it's um, like feminine and communication, it, they can almost take it on like a religion, like, oh, I have to communicate the communicate this way or else basically and yes yeah it's that beginning awareness that matters the most and then once you have the awareness of what brings someone closer what pushes them away then you just get to be you and what I call um the reasonable woman I love everything you have to say on this reasonable woman. I want to dive into this. We should probably start with this concept because it's a big concept, but I think a lot of women, particularly who are drawn to this work, tend to be so reasonable and just so conscientious, and they have all the patience and understanding in the world for the man they're dating or in a relationship with or the man that they have their eye on that they're interested in, and they kind of walk on eggshells. They're afraid to say the wrong thing or express a need or feeling in the wrong way like you mentioned they kind of take it on like a religion and they're so worried that what they say is gonna push the guy away do you see this as well yes uh, absolutely so most women who even come into this realm of masculine and feminine and learning communication are really they're highly conscientious they want to learn how to have better relationships or attract the right man because something happened in a relationship that brought them here. And so those women are typically pretty reasonable because they're, they're even looking for this information. And so let's just start with that, right? Like, so the woman who's learning this is pretty reasonable, but what I think what happens, so what happened for me is I learned this information. And when I learned that, well, if you communicate in a certain way, you could push a man away. And then I was like, oh, oops, I was doing those things. I didn't know I was doing those things. And Helena, this is something you and I have talked about before, but what I recognize in hindsight is that when we do those things with communication and, and, and the way we respond to a man, the highly conscientious woman, the reasonable woman is acting that way because the relationship is actually unhealthy. Mm. Yeah. 
That is so true. That is so, so true. I can't wait to dive into all these little nuances. I put a poll on the screen for the live listeners here on Bullhorn. Do you feel confident expressing your feelings and needs in relationships? But this, again, works in all areas of life. Yes, no, or it depends on the situation. We would love to hear from you just to gauge where everyone is at. That'll help us sort of direct where we should go with the content of this. So I am imagining it would probably depend on the situation for a lot of people. This might be easier to do if you don't care about the guy, right? It might be easier to express something, but in those higher stakes situations where we feel anxious because we're, we're afraid we're going to push the guy away if we come across as too needy or too demanding. I just see that happen all the time. So yeah, let's talk a little more about this woman who is highly reasonable and fears that she's going to say the wrong thing and just send the guy out the door completely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's just start with like, okay, the woman who comes to this information, she recognizes like, oh, I was doing these things that pushed a man away or maybe caused part of the problem, but then not recognizing that that relationship was actually unhealthy to begin with. And that's why that part of her personality was coming through. But what happens from that point is like, okay, now I really have to learn this so I don't do that thing again. And then the, um, you know, she'll start walking on eggshells or worrying about saying the right thing or if she's doing it wrong. And then it's almost like trying to like get your PhD in feminine communication. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So then I'm, you know, these very smart, you know, successful in, uh, you know, other areas of their lives. Very capable women, right? Right. Mm -hmm so capable, but yet they're worried that they're not going to communicate in the right way. And so that's when I'm just like, okay, hold up. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> um, and what I don't think is talked about enough is how easy it actually is with an empowered masculine energy man. Oh, yes. I would love to hear all your thoughts on that. I know I recently saw a post from you on social media that resonated so much with me. And it's certainly been my experience too, that with the right person, you don't have to worry about what you say if you're coming from a reasonable place. Yeah, I would love to hear all your thoughts on that, Leah. Okay, so, um, and yeah, same with you as well, because I'm sure it's the same way with Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, where, okay, so this reasonable woman, who is she? Like, she's the woman who is aware of her energy. She understands that, yes, um, you know, there are things that we can do that push a man away, but is she likely to do those things? No. Not with an empowered masculine energy man. Yes. So true. Yeah. Ella in the chat says she is totally describing me. Yeah. This is most of us, you know, so hi to Jennifer, Tiffany, Denise. Thank you so much. If you have any questions, let us know. So yeah, let's keep going with this reasonable woman. Uh, Typically this type of woman, when she's walking on eggshells or when she's afraid of saying the wrong thing, it's a clue that something's wrong or off in the dynamic. And she's probably not with the right person because an empowered masculine man is very attracted to this reasonable, highly conscientious woman, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so the difference with being with an empowered masculine energy man is that he's going to make you feel comfortable right away. He's going to, and it's going to feel that way 90% of the time. And okay, so let's say something comes up where you do feel like you need to communicate something, then if you can communicate just the way you that naturally comes to you because you're a reasonable woman, that is perfectly fine. I would love to hear some examples on that. Let's say maybe we'll start with more of the early stages of dating. I hear from a lot of women who don't know how to express their feelings or needs around something like contact or something to do with the date itself. Do you have any examples of this? I would love to hear them. Yes. Okay. So this is, this really is where the nuances come in, right? Because there's, it's not just like, okay, this is your answer for this. This is your answer for this. Right. Like, okay. Like what's actually going on. So if a woman feels like she needs to communicate, um, you know, a man's not contacting her enough. Um, he's not moving the relationship forward. There's something that he's not doing. Okay. Well, that's most likely a red flag anyway. Like mm-hmm. if you have to communicate, <laughs> that kind of thing. It's like, huh, like, why is she having to do that? If she has to communicate that, then what she wants to do is actually say, this isn't working for me. 
I agree. I mean, if a man is going days, weeks, potentially at a time where he's dropping off or (laughs) acting distant and it's in the early stages like that, I would say that's not the right man. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. And, um, okay. Let's say a man has stopped communicating for, I don't know, three or four days rather than feeling the need to say something, which based on our feelings, our feelings are telling us like something is wrong here and women want to, they want to figure it out. But what a man says after he's taken enough space for her to feel bad, right? So you got, you want to go off your feelings and the reasonable woman is going to probably be too reasonable about this. That is so true. Yeah. What does that look like? Oh my God. So So making excuses for him, giving too much benefit of the doubt. And this is, this is where, um, like, no, if this feels bad and you feel like you're a reasonable woman and, and it would be easy for you. Okay. Here, this is the thing. It's so easy to text someone and call someone like, like, you know, there's all these things out there of why a man needs space, but um, an empowered masculine energy man is going to not want to take space. I think you've even said this before. (laughs) Absolutely. We recorded a whole podcast episode on that. It's called How Much Space Do Men Really Need in Dating and Relationships? That's available on my podcast on Apple or Spotify or here on Bullhorn or anywhere else. I think we were talking about it depends on where a woman comes in when she's finds this work because a man's been pulling away. Obviously, if a man is acting distant or pulling away, you don't want to go towards him with your energy and get try and get clarity and demand answers in those moments when he needs space. But in general, I think those women tend to think that all men need tons and tons of space and you have to constantly lean back and constantly play this game forever. And it's just not true. With an empowered masculine man, he really doesn't need much space from an empowered feminine woman. In my opinion, what do you think about that, Leah? I mean, it's just 100% true. So um, really the big takeaway uh, out of all of this is that women should feel good like 90% of the time in their relationships if they're with a healthy relationship partner and they are healthy themselves. Like that, it really should feel that good um, and that much of the time. And of course, like we all get triggered and we all have our, our things that you know, we bring to the table. Right. Um, but so I recently had a friend come stay with me and I wasn't in the, I was like doing something, but she had come into the living room and Trevor was there. And she's like, and then later she told me, she's like, I could tell right away. He was an empowered masculine energy man. And she's been learning this stuff. So she's like, he made me feel comfortable right away. He's like, if you need anything, let us know, help yourself to anything, you know, don't be afraid or shy to ask anything. And that is really what it, what it feels like to date one and then be in a relationship with one. It, they they want you to feel comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're feeling on edge, if you're feeling like you have to walk on eggshells, if you're feeling afraid of saying something or expressing some sort of desire or need, that's a clue that something's off in the dynamic and he might not be an empowered masculine man, or maybe there's something off within yourself. Maybe you're not feeling worthy and confident, right? So there's always things to work on there. What about as you get more into a relationship or even marriage, do these things apply just across the board or how do things change as women get more into committed relationships in terms of their communication? Okay. So I think as women go through like the stages of dating and then into long-term relationship, it's easier to take someone for granted, right? You get to a really comfortable place with them. Um, Something that was coming to me as you were talking though, just to back it up just a, a little bit is that, so let's just say someone is in the stages of dating between six to nine months and she's wondering where the relationship is going and he hasn't necessarily said anything so something she could say that's it could be anything around this right it's like hey I'm just curious what are your thoughts on like like us dating like where do you see this going it is totally fine for you to ask where a man sees this is going at you know from the six to nine month mark totally fine I'm so glad you're bringing that up yeah because women a lot of times they come they're like how do I ask this or how do I say this and it's like what you just said to me was beautiful you could say that right to him and with the right guy he's gonna say absolutely I'm so glad you brought that up I was thinking that too like let's talk about this right 
But if you're asking for clarity and that causes a man to pull away and need space or need time to think, huge red flag in my opinion, right? Right, right. And exactly what you said, like what a woman said, like if she's like, I don't, you know, I don't know where this is going. You, when you are clear and direct with an empowered man, he's going to be like, oh, and then he will tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so and it's, it's better to know that right away, right? Rather than, you know, spend six more months with a guy afraid to ask where things are going. And then just to, you know, come to find out that you were never on the same page to begin with. So I think it's great. If you're feeling confused, if you need clarity, have those conversations early, feel great about it and be really confident expressing those desires, knowing that just like you said, an empowered man is going to let you know where he's at. And if he's wishy-washy about it, or if he dodges the question, you're going to be able to feel that right away. And that's your clue that something is off, right? Right, right, right. So even I do talk about these, um, timelines they're not super strict timelines but they do matter so like mm -hmm. anything before three months we're just trying to get to know a man and see who he really is not who he tells us he is and so I think it's really important to not get too far right we don't want to get too far into the future in those first three months and then we should be feeling closer and closer from three to six months and then it, and everything should be moving forward pretty easily. Um, yeah. So if a woman is feeling insecure or not knowing, right, she need, the reasonable woman is probably, you know, she can allow herself to just relax and enjoy the journey, the process. Um, but if things are, if she's feeling too anxious, then that's, it's not necessarily what she needs to say to him. It's she needs to recognize what's actually going on first. Um, and so that she will probably already have the answers inside of herself without having to have to figure out what he's actually thinking. Yeah. So your feelings are always an indicator that things are going well, this is a good situation, or maybe something's amiss, right? If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling insecure, if you are constantly wondering where you stand with someone, it's probably a clue that that's your intuition trying to alert you to something. And of course, you can always ask. You can always ask for clarity, you know, especially if you've been dating a guy three, six, nine months, you are investing time and energy into that. You have a right to get clarity and make sure you're on the same page before continuing to invest your time or emotions in someone. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm wondering if you have any do's or don'ts and I know that it goes so much deeper than that, but for someone who's maybe new to this work and is wanting to learn how to communicate from a more feminine place, are there certain words or phrases a woman should not use? Are, is there a certain phrase that is like a template that she could use and just plug her unique situation in? Okay. Do's and don'ts. Okay. So don'ts are easier for me to <laughs> come up with. Mm -hmm. so don'ts are right. We don't want to say like, if we're, if a woman isn't getting enough atten attention from a man, right. She doesn't want to say, I feel ignored. I feel abandoned. I feel disrespected. I feel like, um, anything like, I feel like you're not paying attention to me. Like she, she doesn't want to come from that place. Um, which, so the reasonable woman will assess like, Hey, what's going on in his life and what's going on in my life. And why do I feel like he's not paying enough attention to me? Um, like what, what is going on? So if she wanted to communicate like, yeah, I would love to spend more time together. Something I would say to Trevor is like, Hey, I would love it if we like had a planned a little getaway or I would love it if you planned a little getaway <laughs> that's mm -hmm. what I would probably say at this point but um or I would love to go here and I know there are specific um coaches that teaches about like asking permission from a man asking you know make sure you're not leading a man and I just have to say I think it's all bs <laughs> oh yes tell me more about that I would love to hear your thoughts on that yeah so I when I'm I think it's good for beginners to have an awareness around like what communication, what healthy communication feels like, but a healthy masculine man actually just wants direct, clear, respectful communication. Like if mm. I want something, uh, if I want Trevor to do something, all I have to do is ask nicely. I don't have to, you know, frame it a specific way. I don't need to like, you know, create a script for it. And what I say 
I would love it if you could do da 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 da. And it's very clear and direct. And he's the empowered masculine will do it. Like he he wants to. That's so true. I mean, there's just a million examples coming to me right now, but I think women can tend to want to phrase everything as a feeling message because they don't want to like tell a guy what to do. (laughs) When what you're saying is if you're a reasonable woman coming from a reasonable place and you're with an empowered masculine man, you can just go ahead and be direct. I was on the uh, elliptical last night. We have a little home gym here and I was like really thirsty for whatever reason. And I was like, Hey, um, my husband got up and was in the kitchen. I said, would you mind bringing me a glass of water? You know, I could have been like, wow, I'm feeling really thirsty. I'm just like feeling so dehydrated and like kind of beat around the bush. But I think men really just appreciate like, you know, would you mind bringing me a glass of water when you come back over this way? Um, Such a minor example, but I think that would be more appreciated than trying to explain how you feel and hope that he's going to do something else, right? You can say, I'm feeling thirsty if you don't have the subtext of, and I want you to go get me a glass of water, (laughs) right? It's like a silly little example, but that was just, just happened last night. I think, you know, men really appreciate direct, straightforward communication. Not that you're demanding or you're like molding a guy into some kind of robot that's only there to serve you. But if you have a simple request, go ahead and ask that. I think that's perfectly fine. And uh, an empowered man will appreciate that kind of direct, straightforward, clear communication, right? Men are not that inferential. They don't always get our hints, (laughs) you know? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. They do not want hints. That is for sure. And then of course we're talking to the reasonable woman who would be more inclined to just get it herself rather than ask Yes, because she doesn't want to push him away. And it's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) So we don't need to be worried about phrasing our request as asking per, for permission or any of that thing. You just say it in a very co- clear, concise, respectful way. And he is, he'll be all about it. And that's really how, you know, you're with an empowered man. That is so true. I'm just checking in with the chat. Hi to Valerie and Elizabeth. Elizabeth says, I checked in with him at four months. Uh, we're planning dates, weekends together. We have a trip planned to Hawaii next month. Thank you so much for sharing your experience here. If anyone has questions, let us know in the chat too. Uh, Leah, I know you have some great things to say as you get into a more committed relationship or even after you get married in terms of framing requests or your communication, almost like taking the mindset of still just dating. I would love to get some clarity on that for everyone listening. Okay. Yes. Yes. I loved when we were talking about this. So Something that, so my husband and I have been together almost 10 years now, and I notice like if I'm frustrated with something or I really wish he would like do something, um, I have to, what I do is I re- check in with myself. I'm like, okay, how would I have been if we were dating? Um, and there's, there's a difference between how I because it's easier to take someone for granted. And I don't feel like I do, but if I'm frustrated about something, my responses can typically be a little more, a little harsher or a little Mm -hmm. more just like taking for someone for granted where when we were dating that I know I would not, you know, necessarily be that same way. And so I really try and keep an awareness around this and so it can be kind of like a magical mindset because I have this awareness and of course, then there's a place to meet in the middle there, right? Because you don't want to act like you're dating if you're actually been married for years and all of that kind of thing. But when you're aware of your energy, most of all, then it's like, okay, so what would I do? So we're doing a little bit of remodeling and he's also working on this car in the garage. So he has his plate full and his mind occupied, but I want his attention on the remodel. (laughs) And I, I want him to get on board with the sense of urgency that I have about it. And when I say urgency, it's like, okay, we've lived in this house for a year and a half now. And so I'm just, I've been trying to do it myself. And because he works two weeks away at, at like he works two weeks and then he's home two weeks. So, but I was getting frustrated and I, was on the treadmill and I'm like, Hey, what would I do if I was single and we were just dating? Like how, 
how would I be with him? And I know it would be a much more magnetic <laughs> energy state than how like me, like kind of stamping my foot, like, okay, you need to help me with this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, bringing in the dating mindset when you're already, you know, when you've been together for years, I think can be really magical. That is amazing. What would that sound like or look like? Do you have an example of something you could say coming from that mindset versus coming from the taking him for granted mindset? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, let's see. Well, it, I don't know if I would say too much different, but my energy would be really different. So I, yes, that, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, you know, in order to have a healthy relationship, it's like, I know, okay. I know he wants to help me and make this happen. I also know he has a lot of other things going on. So rather than, and pushing for something never works, but if I bring in like, okay, what would I do if we were dating? Then I can become more resourceful and look outside, you know, the environment, so to speak for help. Like, okay, who could help me get this remodel job done? And when I took my energy off of that, then she, you know, I want to say sure enough, but it's not always the case. But then he was like, okay, okay, let me help you. Like, let's get this, let's get focused on this. And then basically in one day we had all the measurements, everything ordered. <laughs> wow. So it just yeah. took you literally taking your energy off of focusing on him. How do I get him to do this? It literally just kind of pulling that energy off of trying to make him do something and feeling resourceful, you know, how could I, what are other ways could this happen? He stepped forward into that space and began helping with right. it. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So it's the same thing, right? Like same thing that we've been teaching for all these years. Uh -huh. um, but the, the thing is, I think where the frustration came in is because like, I knew he had it in him, right? It's like, mm -hmm. I, I know you can like easily do this, but he had to get to the space where he was like ready to focus on it. Yeah. And um, yeah, he wasn't aware that I was feeling so urgent about it because it's been a year and a half. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's been a year and a half. <laughs> so yeah. let's do this. Um, such a great example. So I just hear about these things all the time from women who have been married for years, even just getting a guy to take out the trash, getting a guy to clean out the garage. It's not necessarily the most motivating thing in the world for a man to do. Right. So I loved how you put that. Do you have any templates or examples? There's so many things we could talk about here. Maybe a man is doing something that doesn't feel good to her and you know, she worries about how to communicate that. She doesn't want to come across as demanding or like restricting his freedom. Do you have any thoughts on that? Okay. Yeah. So I do feel like it's so situational. Um, true, okay. Yeah. I would want to say this before I forget, but there's a saying that goes around that um, men marry women, hoping they won't change and women marry typically, right? Typically marry men, hoping they do change. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And I feel like that's something for women just to be aware of, because I think it's true. Marry, um, men do marry women, hoping they won't change. And I even had a boyfriend say that to me one time. He was like, don't ever change. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was like, Wait, what? And now I understand what he's saying, you know, um, what he was saying. And I think it's um, imp just important for women to recognize how they are when they're dating. And then once they get into the relationship to not um, take on too much of a masculine energy, because I think it's really easy to do, especially after years of being together. And if you, you're, you become a mom and you, you know, are successful in your career. So yeah, staying out of that masculine energy place where you become like the director and the, <laughs> the yes. person trying to like control all the circumstances around you, it can be easy to slip into that without realizing it. Do you have any tips on how you could stay out of that energy? Because if you're staying out of that energy, you can really say anything and feel confident expressing anything you want. I've really found. Do you have any tips for women that tend to go into that masculine energy place? Um, I, I feel like it's a daily management, honestly, for me too. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's so easy to become the director, especially cause I am the director once Heather is gone. It's like, I'm uh -huh. the girls to school. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And when he comes home, I really have to 
calm my energy or like not be so like on this tight schedule, so to speak. But I'm, I think, yeah, just softening our energy. That's what helps me is softening my energy when I'm, when I'm home, when he's home and we're, cause he's home with me during the day. He's home right now. Mm-hmm. And I know he would appreciate it if I was, if my energy was softer as I was like <laughs> going about doing whatever I was doing. Uh-huh. It's interesting. I published a video on my YouTube channel a couple days ago on a feminine approach to boundaries <laughs> because I get so many questions about boundaries and like extending boundaries. And it's funny, my husband recorded that video with me and he, he said it was kind of perplexing to him that there's like this constant focus on boundaries. And so we recommended in that video, catching yourself. If you're feeling this need to like state a boundary over and over and over before a guy even does anything, it's probably a clue that you don't really trust him to make the right choices. Right. And in that video, or, you know, after posting that, I got so many questions in the comment section of that one, uh, people asking, what do I say if a man is not doing the things he used to do at the beginning of the relationship, maybe in terms of like affection or doing something thoughtful. A lot of times men do these things at the beginning and their heart's in the right place, but they just kind of forget about it. Or once they're comfortable in the relationship, do you have any quick uh, examples or scripts for a woman who just wants her guy to do the things that he used to do? And he's a good guy and generally wants to meet her needs and make her happy. Hmm. Okay. So I, one of the, my go-tos, which is just like my typical language. And I think everybody kind of has like a language that works for them, but I say like, I would love it if, or I would love if you could. So I always say I would love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then whatever the direct thing is. And okay. I'm just going to throw this out there, but I think if you, if a woman can marry a man who is motivated, right? Like date men who are motivated and disciplined and, and reasonable themselves. Okay. Yeah. Like they're emotionally stable. Those are the things because I don't like Trevor takes out the trash. I don't, I don't ever feel like, oh my gosh, I wish he would take, take out the trash. <laughs> Like that it's like if the trash is full and I'm busy doing something or even if I'm not busy doing something I'll be like hey babe can you take the trash out then he's like yeah sure no problem like there's um so I think it depends on if there's that expectation that he should just know to take out the trash or something <laughs> but like there's no problem in asking someone to do it but if a, and if a woman is like oh I always have to ask him to da 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 I'm wondering if that's actually like, is he lazy? Is he like, why is that a problem? Do you know, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel incredibly grateful to have married a man who was like on top of everything, anything that needs to be done. He is on it. He does not need to be asked. He is way ahead of the curve when it comes to that. So I think it's important to not get into a committed relationship with someone where you constantly have to nudge him along and prompt him and push. That was what that video on a feminine approach to boundaries was all about. Like catching yourself. If you're constantly having to like steer things in the direction you want, it's probably a clue that this is not the kind of person who's in their empowered energy and who wants to do things. You use the word motivated, Leah. I love that. Is he motivated to move things forward or is he motivated to meet your needs and make you happy? That's an incredibly important quality. So I think that's great. So in general, if a man is motivated to make you happy and there's something that you'd like him to do that maybe he did at the beginning, I think just saying in a straightforward way, hey, I really miss the way you used to give me a hug and a kiss, you know, right when you get home from work, something like that, just really direct. Would you recommend just like a really direct statement like that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I yes. think that's really important. Yeah. Denise says, love the point of being with a reasonable man. Yeah. That is so important. I mean, all of these problems just don't even exist. <laughs> if you're with a man who is mirroring your own reasonableness, if, if that's even a word. Um, Tiffany has a great question. She says, how should I respond when he messages back after a week of no response? 
Should I give it another chance? Ooh, Leah, I am so curious to hear your thoughts on that question. <laughs> what did he say? Like, how long have you been dating? Like, what was his reason for not contacting you for a week? Because that's typically without hearing anything. It's like, oh, no, no, that's not going to do. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, if a guy can go a week without talking to you, that is not a good sign. But yeah, I mean, feel free to call in if you want to give us more details or type type any more information into the chat. Personally, that would not feel good to me at all. Leah, I'm assuming you would feel the same way, right? Right, right. So the, the kink in the hose here, so to speak, is that he probably has a lot of really good qualities and she probably wants to give him the benefit of the doubt and to... Um, just not be so cut and dry. And um, that, it, yeah, it, so an empowered man, he's gonna let you know that he was, he's pursuing you. And that's not what this sounds like. I agree. Yeah, I agree completely. I think I heard you say once, Leah, like how easy is it for us to text a man that we like, call a man that we like? It's like the easiest thing in the world it takes two seconds. Well, it should be even easier for an empowered masculine man to do that. Right. And I love what you said about making excuses. I think the reasonable, conscientious woman who has all the patience and understanding in the world for these men tends to do exactly that. Of course, I've been there myself. Make excuses for a guy, wait around endlessly because this is the one guy that we really like. <laughs> you probably feel more attracted to him or more chemistry with him than maybe some of the available men. Right. Yeah. She says she's at work, so she can't call in, but it's just a month. His messages are like terrible. A week and he apologized for not texting. So yeah, that's going to probably be it. That's going to be a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Right now. That's going to be a no for me. You can keep seeing what he does, but if he's doing this after a month, I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Something I've been saying a lot lately is how things start off in a relationship is typically how they progress, right? right. So don't think that, you know, six months down the line, this guy's going to magically transform into this like available guy that has all kinds of time to communicate with you and see you. What do you think about that, Leah? That is just so on point, Helena. Like I, you, should probably, you need to make that a meme or something because yeah, I'm just in all seriousness. Yes. If he, sh if he's showing up like this, especially in that first month, then it really is going, it, it's only going to get worse from here. Yeah. Oh, we do have a call or two that we can take in just a minute. If you have time, Leah, just yeah. to finish up with Tiffany's question. She says, how should I respond? So how would you respond, Leah, if you were dating a guy for a month, he dropped off for a week and then he texts saying terrible week and apologizing for not texting. I would just say, I'm not really, I don't really know what to say. That doesn't really work for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would probably say something very similar. So I hope that was helpful, Tiffany. And hopefully it's helpful just to hear us say that we would never in a million years put up with something like that. <laughs> hopefully that in and of itself is helpful for you. All right, let's take this caller real quick. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I just opened you up. Can you hear us? Hi, hi, Helena, it's <laughs> Hello, thanks so much for calling in. Hey, thanks for having me. This is, I wanted to share more of a breakthrough. Um, last time I called when you had Clayton um, and we talked about the, the guy, new relationship, the guy I'm seeing. And yes. I love your point. I'm the one who wrote about the balanced man um, or reasonable man rather, but he's very balanced is why I said balanced. But I love that point because you all made the point in the past in one of your podcasts, like the two of you, is your name Leah? Am I saying it right? Yes. Or, yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Leah. But you, you made such an amazing point about women that are like my attachment style is, is secure. So I've never really had an issue. But some, some of my toxic entanglements, I actually went into different, like not so healthy behaviors. And then I love how y'all make the point. If you're a reasonable woman, it's oftentimes we're with people who are not reasonable or centered or balanced. And so it's such a difference. So I wanted to just mention a breakthrough about speaking like our needs and asking for what we want. So the guy I'm seeing, it's going on like four weeks now. So again, early days. And he li he lives about an hour away. And this is the first time he's like, well, he's very busy at work. And he's transferring to like a pr promotion. And he's like, I can't be too like far away from home base. And we've never like not seen each other since we met. Like we at least meet once or twice a week. But he's always coming to me. So I'm in New Orleans and it's like, you know, over two hours round trip. So it's like an hour or whatever, depending on traffic, it's more. And so I was just thinking, it's like, 
And so he was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I can pull it off this week. And then Halloween's coming. We both have kids and all that stuff. And I was just like in such a secure place. Like definitely he's into me. It's not like, oh, he's not into me. So he's definitely into me. And I was like, well, wait a second. Maybe I'll just offer, like, I have a car. I have a very nice car. It didn't even occur to him because he's, like, super masculine energy. He drives to me all the time. And I was like, you know, I have a car I can drive. And I just kind of put that out there. He's like, oh, my goodness, I didn't even think about that, like, as an option. He's like, yeah, absolutely, it's great. So just to kind of ask for what I want, and I was in such a secure, empowered place. It wasn't weird. It wasn't icky. And I said, look, if you are super swamped at work, I totally get it. I just wanted to let you know that I'm willing to make the effort, too, and drive to you or even have, like, a halfway point. And he was, like, so excited. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so good. It felt so good. Yeah, because usually – like there's like ego in there and, and I'm kind of used to the guides kind of doing everything and just being super vulnerable and like speaking my truth and being like, you know, instead of him making arrangements, it felt just much more like empowered. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's great. Yeah. If you don't mind me jumping in, Leah, I would love to hear all your thoughts on this too. I think the key is that, you know, he's, he's into you. His energy has been coming towards you. He's been making all the efforts. Absolutely. If that feels good to you. Now, if this were a man who were like acting distant, hot and cold, pulling away, and the only chance you would get to see him is if you started putting in all the effort, obviously that'd be a different situation. But the overarching right. dynamic is, you know, he's interested. His energy's coming towards you. He can't make it this week because of work. Why not? It feels good to you. You have no problem with that. Then I think that's great. I think that's perfect. It sounds like you're in the perfect place. Yes. It did feel yeah. great, and, and it was kind of cute that he didn't even think of it because he's the one putting the effort and driving here. And also, he's in an interesting temporary situation. So I, I think, I don't know if you remember, I told him slow and steady wins the race in our first date. He brought me a turtle. But anyway, yeah. we have had intimacy, but we're, like, crazy attracted. Um, and as I mentioned on a call, Helena, the only time I've had that kind of real intense attraction has been to toxic people, and I have, like, no red flags with them. But anyway – He's in a temporary situation where he's living with his mom because he just lost his dad. So he's in there helping her out and doing all this stuff. So he's like, honestly, I was thinking of that too. Like literally my mom's here. I was like, honey, we can meet. We don't have to just like bump and grind. It's hilarious because we've made out a lot. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so we can just meet and like go and have dinner or something. And yeah, it was super sweet. Um, so yeah, I wanted to share that too. Like he was being super masculine and thinking of logistics like, oh, not even coming here because my mom's here and, and all that stuff too. Yeah. I think that's so great. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of my situation, you know, when my husband and I were dating, we lived about an hour apart and he would always come to see me on the weekends, but mm -hmm. he worked a lot during the week. So after a while I started coming up here once a week or something. Plus I was interested in his life up here. I wanted to see his world as well. And that meant a lot to him because he knew that I was not someone just to offer up to drive. So when I, you know, he's even, he said after the first or second time of me, coming up to see him, he knew that I was serious as well. So that was a big deal for us, even though yeah. it was kind of a minor thing. So I see a lot of similarities in that. I love that. Leah, do you have any thoughts on this situation? Um, just, I love everything that you got, that you've said so far and that um, with Denise, like just being able to be herself, right? Just being able to be yourself and do you without trying to follow some rigid rules of what you should and shouldn't do. Like, I just love that so much. Yes, totally agree. Yes, I love that too. So I wanted to share that. <laughs> Amazing. So oh my gosh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for the update. I love hearing that. I love it so much. So awesome. You're welcome. You're so welcome. All right. And Tiffany says, thank you in the chat. So our response was helpful. We have one more question in the chat from Elizabeth. She says, what if he also wants me to voice what I want to do? Not only him planning the dates. What a great question. I hear about this all the time. Leah, what are your thoughts on that? Okay. 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 So <laughs> I don't understand this like when a man starts to tell a woman that he wants her to plan the dates, that's always a red flag to me because an empowered man just is not going to say that. Interesting. You know what? She's actually calling in. Do you mind just taking oh, this real quick? Yeah. This will be actually really helpful. Hi, Elizabeth. I just opened you up. Hi. 
Hi, Hi. thanks for calling in. Yes, we'd love to hear more about about your situation. situation. Okay, well, I feel like he, um, he also wants me to put an effort, you know, into like, voicing what things I want to do so he get to get he could also get to know like what it is that I like to do because a lot of the times we do what you know what he likes to do which I enjoy doing that because we both have similar interests but I um uh he did just you know bring that up at one conversation that he would like me to um I guess um kind of um plan like or say you know let's go watch a movie um so i'm just wondering about that now that you guys are talking about the masculine um so and it's still like like the the four month peer mark for us so i just want to know how to you know how to do like if it's okay for me to do that in in my my opinion opinion, okay this is really echoey echoey. i'm going going to to actually mute Elizabeth because for some reason there was a lot of echoing so I just muted you Elizabeth but hopefully you can still hear us Leah am I did my echoing stop yes okay I'm so sorry I think there was just too many mics open what I was saying before was I think there's a difference between give me a little input let me know what you'd like to do versus I want you to take over the planning of these dates I want you to plan a date and take me out I think it's very different of a man saying that versus give me some input. You know, what movie would you like to see? What kind of food do you like? What kind of restaurants do you like? I think those are two different things. So where is this man on the spectrum? And Leah, what are your thoughts on this? I'm very curious to hear. I mean, exactly the same. So originally what I thought the question was, was him asking her to basically take over more of the responsibility, which that doesn't feel good to me. But then when she was talking, it made it sound like it was like, oh, I want more input. And that to me is totally reasonable. So is this man's request reasonable? That's what she needs to, um, Elizabeth, that's what you want to do. Like, is what he's asking reasonable? Does that sound reasonable to you? That's where your answer is. Absolutely. So it sounds like, and thank you so much for calling in, is it really helps to actually hear your voice and hear more detail, right? So thank you so much. That was very helpful. Yeah, I think it's totally fine to say, oh, this new movie came out. It would feel great to go see it with you. Or it would feel good to go dancing on Saturday night or go for a hike Sunday afternoon. Those kinds of things are great. That's very different than him wanting to like you to start planning everything and driving to him and paying and like that to me wouldn't feel good but with some input if he's just asking for input absolutely let him know what would feel good and then see what he does with that that would be my take on that leah do you agree yes and and what was coming to me as you were talking is like what i would probably do and what i have done it's like hey these are the things i would love to do and you can write them down and then you can talk to him like hey what and have him write down like what are the things that you would love to do like, let's figure out some things we would love to do together. Um, but the, it's the energy with which he's asking, because I, as you were talking, Helene, I was feeling into, like, is he, is the energy like a wounded feminine pulling down energy? Or is he like, hey, what do you want to go do? Let me know. And, and like, let's plan it. Is it like an empowered energy? Yeah. And it sounds like it's probably more on the empowered side, the way she explained it. So then, yeah, then it's just about you expressing what would feel good and then seeing what he does with that. If he leans back and is like, okay, well, go ahead and plan it (laughs) right now, you know, he's pulling you into that wounded place. But if you express what would feel good and he's like on it and he starts planning it and incorporating those things into your dates or into your time together, that's a great sign. So you just want to watch what he does after expressing that. Um, Denise says, Ooh, I like the list of these are things I like to do helpful to the masculine man. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, men love our input. They love to know what we would like to do and what feels good to us. So being able to express that, then seeing what he does with that information is very powerful. Don't you think Leah? Yes, absolutely. They do. They want our input. They want us to be engaged. So uh, just the other thing is like, okay, he, if he's empowered and he, I don't know if he's frustrated or not as to like wanting more input, but maybe he's really asking you to be more engaged. That's just an intuitive mm. that I can. Mm-hmm. In which case, what would that look like? Just expressing more about uh, just giving feedback into what she would like to do, what feels good, what doesn't. Right, right. Just yeah, be more, being more expressive. I'm not walking on eggshells, not feeling like, should I, can I do this? Can I not do this? But just really letting him get to know who she is and, and 
yeah, just more expression. Yeah, absolutely. That's very helpful for everyone. So this was great. And we're almost to the end of the hour. Hopefully this was helpful for everybody. I loved everything you had to say, Leah. And where can people get a hold of you? I know you have a course called the feminine art of dating that really helps women tap into their feminine energy and pull in or call in the kind of empowered masculine man who wants to make her happy and meet her needs. I would love to hear anything you have to say about that or anything else. And Elizabeth wrote, and yes, that makes sense. Being more expressive. Awesome. I'm so glad that was helpful. But yeah, Leah, where can people get a hold of you and potentially um, join your courses or learn more about what you do? Okay. Yes. I love it. So I, I have my website at leahlake.com. So just www.leighalake.com. And you can, I have many courses on there. Um, <laughs> quite a few with Helena as well. And yeah, the feminine art of dating really was, it was created because I wanted to walk women through basically the stages of the first year. And I go deep into the wounded and empowered masculine and feminine archetypes. And so women can recognize them. I also have a Facebook group called, um, the feminine art of healthy relationships. So yeah, I would love to invite everybody there and oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. So, you know, I'll include links to everything in the episode details when the replay of this posts uh, links to your website and the feminine art of dating. We've also created so many courses and programs together over the years. Leah and I have been working together for over eight years. So I'm just so thrilled to be able to do these live broadcasts with you, Leah. This was so much fun. I hope that we can do this again soon. If you guys have any topic suggestions for us, be sure to get a hold of me and let me know. Leah, did you have fun with this would you like to do this again sometime oh my gosh Helena I love doing things with you are you yeah. kidding <laughs> this is so great yeah this is just so much fun love connecting with you thank you so much for everyone joining live and just checking in with the poll results it looks like most people said it depends on the situation and quite a few people also said yes that they feel confident expressing their feelings and needs so we're very happy to hear that and we're glad we could get into some of these more nuanced situations with you guys today so thank you so much and Leah thanks again for being here and uh, we hope to talk with you all again soon If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.